Listener Production. US investors keep their powder dry ahead of key inflation figures. And Aussie shares expected to rise ahead of CSL's results. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Tuesday, the 13th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, we've got the Dow Jones up by about a half of 1% as we uh, start recording. The S&P 500 is up by about 0.2 of a percent. The NASDAQ largely flashed. We've got the NASDAQ and the S&P 500 still oscillating around key big number levels. And uh, these do have a bearing on the psychology of investors, don't they? They sure do. We've seen the S&P 500 climb well above 5,000 points now, and it's at record highs. And the NASDAQ is just below that 16,000 psychological level as well. So the NASDAQ is slightly down today but certainly still trading at very high levels and not far off those record highs. So on the positive side of things, we've got a virtuous circle that's come to take shape with good earnings, uh, the economic pictures holding together, the disinflationary pulse uh, seems to be something that we can hang the hat on, rates seem to be falling. That is why we've got these indices at record levels. However, if you're buying the S&P 500 at these levels, you're not getting it at a discount. Well, certainly you're not. And the price earnings ratio for the S&P 500 is very high at the moment. All eyes will be on the consumer price index when it's announced Tuesday, and that will have some bearing as to the direction of stocks going forward. There is a weight about these markets. So it will be an important release, this CPI figure tonight. It needs to be friendly to the market for for the S&P 500, you would think, to hold on to these levels. It does. So markets are currently pricing in this disinflation narrative at the moment. The Federal Reserve has been successful at pushing out, however, expectations for rate cuts to at least May. And that narrative needs to continue, but it's all predicated on these consumer price numbers tonight. So the headline number for January is expected to have moderated to 0.2% for the month, with the core remaining at 0.3%. That would take the year-on-year headline change to 2.9% the lowest since January 2021, down from 3.4%, with the annual growth rate in core numbers. So that excludes or strips out as volatile food and energy prices, which is what the central bank looks at, to 3.7%, the lowest since April 2021 from 3.9%. So the two levels we're looking at, 2.9% for the headline and 3.7% for the core year on year. Yeah, so they are two important numbers uh, to use as a rule of thumb, as you suggested. To have inflation below 3% for the first time since 2021, uh, that would give the Fed quite a deal of confidence, and then you could expect to see them leaning into that conversation around rate cuts, perhaps a little bit more. They haven't been full-throated in that discussion about the prospect of uh, rate cuts yet, but that would, I suppose, help that narrative a little bit. Well, they're keeping their options open. And what we saw last night, as far as the data was concerned, was we saw consumer inflation expectations for the year ahead in January unchanged at 3%. And that's the lowest level since January 2021. So we're heading in the right direction. They've been successful at getting markets to reprice their May rate cuts from odds of 95% at the start of 2024 to just 56%. So they've been incredibly good at that that navigation. 
So just to uh, give you a sense of how the various sectors are performing on Wall Street, energy names are doing well. We've got material stocks doing pretty well. Financials, uh, those indices are up in the order of about a percent. The marquee names, so Goldman's is up 3%, Intel up 2.5%, Nike up 2.2%, 3M up by about 2%. The laggards tend to be where the technology space is concerned, unsurprisingly, given the flat performance by the NASDAQ. Salesforce, uh, Microsoft, they're down by about a percent. Apple and IBM down about a half. Well, we saw NVIDIA cross above Amazon.com in market capitalization overnight as the euphoria around artificial intelligence catapulted the chip maker to the fourth most valuable US company. So the video is up just 0.1% and Amazon dipped 1.1%. Just quickly uh, reflecting on the European experience, the Stock 600 hit a new record high in its session overnight, up by a half of 1%. The Cacaron up by a half of 1%, hitting a new record high. Also, uh, the FTSE just in positive territory, the German DAX up by about two thirds of a percent. And don't forget about the Italians. They <laughs> outperformed with a 1% increase, hitting their highest level since June 2008. We heard from ECB or European Central Bank board member, Piero Cipolloni, who said the central bank does not need to dampen the eurozone economy even more to get inflation under control. So continuing that communication theme around the world from central banks that they're in no rush to cut interest rates. Ryan, locally today, we're expecting the ASX 200 to recover the ground that it lost yesterday. Essentially, it was down 0.4% in the preceding session. Today, the futures are pointing to a gain of 0.4%. Yesterday was, uh, I mean, there weren't that many companies reporting, but there was some big headlines being made. Uh, CSL, gee. It's not every day that you saw the big mothership down by 5% in the uh, healthcare space. Yes, it dragged down the healthcare sector, which is usually a defensive sector. And that was all around its failed phase three, ages two trial for evaluating the efficacy and safety of their drug, CSL-1112. So investors probably thought the drug would be commercialized given CSL's hefty spend on developing and testing and also their manufacturing facility, which they built around this drug and investors were disappointed. But of course, we get the earnings update from CSL today and a return to form around compounding earnings potential and better result quality could add durability to the recovery in healthcare stocks despite yesterday's setback. Today will be um, quite an historic result for CSL because of yesterday's announcement. Uh, There had been a lot of optimism build up over time in relation to that uh, heart drug that they were um, talking about and testing. It's failure. It's basically been put to one side now. There was a significant um, expectation in relation to the contribution to free cash flow from that uh, potential treatment as well. So it'll be interesting to see how that gets aired today with CSL. Uh, We had JB Hi-Fi do very well yesterday, up by 7% on the back of better than expected earnings. And the theme today in terms of earnings uh, very much has a consumer or retail facing aspect to it. Uh, You've got uh, Breville reporting numbers today. You've got Seek. Uh, You've also got Temple and Webster. Uh, Your favorite, Ryan, LaVisa was up 4% yesterday, uh, getting a bit of a lift off the back of the JB Hi-Fi numbers. We also have James Hardy, who performed exceptionally well in 2023 reporting today. So they'll give us a pretty good read on what's happening in the housing market as well. 
particularly the United States, but also Macquarie Group delivers a trading update, which will be looked at closely at the same time. We've also got some economic data to pass through today. We've got consumer sentiment for February and also the NAB business survey for January. So we're expecting to see, obviously, consumer sentiment potentially pick up after the announcement of those tax cuts and increasing expectations of rate cuts later this year, potentially. But the NAB survey could show confidence remaining below average and expect business conditions to continue to soften in January. And we're paying close attention to see if recent delays to global shipping and local ports have an impact on firms' input costs in particular. And of course, casting a very long shadow over this week are tomorrow's CPI figures. So regardless of today's numbers, you don't think that uh, you're going to see too much movement from investors ahead of those figures tomorrow. The Aussie dollar is just continuing to grind higher. So it has struggled with that 65 US cent mark from time to time. But as we speak now, uh, 65.4. It's worth pointing out that Bitcoin jumped above 50,000 US dollars for the first time in more than two years overnight. Broadly, commodities are slightly lower. We've got the US all NYMEX price down by 0.3% to 76.65 US dollars a barrel. Gold down 0.3% to 2033 US dollars an ounce. Iron ore futures fairly steady at 128.87 US dollars a tonne. An interesting couple of days are coming down the pipe, so let's uh, fasten our seatbelts and uh, enjoy the ride. Thanks for your company this morning. I hope you have a great day. We'll talk to you again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.